0: My name is Philia, and I'm here with my lovely co-host, Yemi. Hey, guys. Welcome to Treading Faith. Treading Faith is a weekly podcast dedicated to diving into the deep end of open, honest, fun, and sometimes difficult conversations that surround our everyday life and our walk with Christ. I always say faith should not be in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. So, Yemi, what are we getting into today?
1: Well, we are giving everyone a season pass to miracles, where we closely examine the miracles performed by Jesus Christ, and we apply to our modern day lives. Today, we are covering the miracle where Jesus brought someone's back to life he raised Jairus's daughter from the dead now this miracle is found in Matthew Mark and Luke but I will be reading from the book of Mark excuse me the book of Mark chapter 5 so this miracle kind of compasses two miracles because on the way to perform this miracle Jesus encounters a woman with the issue of blood so I just want to put that out there I will be skipping all of that part Mm -hmm. Reading from chapter five, starting at verse 21, Jesus got into the boat again and went back to the other side of the lake where a large crowd gathered around him on the shore. Then the leader of a local synagogue, whose name was Jairus arrived. When he saw Jesus, he fell to his feet, pleading fervently with him. My little daughter is dying. He said, please come and lay your hands on her. Heal her so she can le- um, live. Jesus went with him and all of the people followed, crowding around him. And then he healed the woman with the blood. And so it goes on to say, verse 35, while he was still speaking to her, this is the woman with the issue of the blood, messengers arrived from the home of Jairus, the leader of the synagogue, and they told him, your daughter is dead. There is no use troubling the teacher now. But Jesus overheard them and said to Jairus, do not be afraid, just have faith. Then Jesus stopped the crowd and wouldn't let anyone go with him except Peter, James, and John, the brother of James. When they came into the home of the synagogue leader, Jesus saw much commotion and weeping and wailing. He went inside and asked, why all the commotion and weeping? The child isn't dead. She's only asleep. The crowd laughed at him, but that he made them all leave. And he took the little girl's father and mother and the three disciples into the room while the little girl was where the little girl was laid. Holding her hand, he said to her, Talitha Kaum, which means little girl, get up. And the girl who was 12 years old immediately stood up and walked around. They were overwhelmed and totally amazed. Jesus gave them strict orders not to tell anyone what had happened. And then he told them to give her something to eat. Amen. 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 There is a lot mm-hmm. that, um, <laughs> I want to unpack here because there's a number of things happening. First, you have the leader of a synagogue approaching Jesus and pleading with him to heal his daughter. Mm -hmm. Now, everyone at the time already heard about Jesus by this time and knew that he was a healer. But at the same time, Jesus was being plotted against by Pharisees. And so you have a leader of a synagogue who recognizes that Jesus has power and authority. And when you are in crisis, it doesn't matter what's happening. It doesn't matter if someone is saying, oh, I can't believe him. Look what he's doing. He's healing people on the Sabbath. When you're in crisis... You want that healing on the Sabbath. And Jairus would probably do anything to make his daughter well again. It was his own, I think it was his only child, maybe, but definitely his only daughter. And so he would have been devastated at the loss. So he begged Jesus. He went on his knees and begged Jesus. And Jesus, again, having no problem, said that he would go and heal this girl. And on his way to heal his girl, he encounters with the woman, the the woman with the issue of blood who takes a healing from Jesus and Jesus has a discussion with her. And while he's discussing with her, right, because remember, he's on his way to heal Jairus's daughter. He stops and he's discussing with another woman and the daughter dies. Now, you would think Jesus Jesus would be like, oh, my God, the, the daughter is dying. Let me rush and go. Let me not even stop and talk to this woman. Something happened. But no, he stops and talks to this woman and tells her, go and be clean. You're free. And the daughter dies and he's approached and he tells the father, don't be afraid. Now, imagine this 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 man who knew Jesus was a healer, but I don't know if they knew at the time that Jesus was raising people from the dead. I think it was only one person at this account. Right. And mm-hmm. and I don't know if word had traveled about this particular healing that he can raise someone from the dead. But Jesus response is that she's not dead. She's asleep. Can you imagine? Mm. It's Almost as if he's making light of death, but we know Because this is 2022 and we know from the teachings and we know from everything that happened that Jesus has power over the grave, like the grave can't hold him. And he has the power to dismiss the grave's hold on anyone. So when he says asleep, I'm thinking to myself, what does Jesus think about death? He thinks about it as a temporary state of being. It's not permanent. And so it's really like rolling around in my head. Like, what does death really mean? But on top of that, after he rose, he brought this girl back to life, he told his family, her family to get her something to eat, meaning that when you're restored, you have to be restored again. Right. Like she was sick and she died from sickness. Now she's well, now she's alive and she still needs to serve her flesh. So there's a lot of things happening in here but you know it's a really really good miracle to to examine what does death mean and what does physical restoration mean too.
0: Amen. I love the fact that you talk about Jesus commanding for them not to be fearful because in all of these miracles, pretty much each one of them, there is some type of conversation or command, do not fear, right? Don't be afraid, be still. And it just goes to show that Anything that God operates in does not operate in fear, but op- operates in confidence, right? In in authority. So when He told, you know, the the ruler of the synagogue, "Do not fear, only believe," that's just saying activate your 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 faith, right? Because it's important to just believe. There's something powerful because belief is not, t- it's not tangible. It's, it's, it's a physiological thing that happens in your body. It's emotional, it's spiritual, but you can't touch belief. It's like, you know, they say seeing is believing, but it's just faith that makes you believe in anything. And that is powerful enough to move mountains. And that is something that we really need to be a lot more cognizant about because it was the belief that everything was going to be okay. And of course, Jesus shows this when he's still having a conversation with this woman who had the issue of blood. Because here someone is like, my child died. And he's like, don't worry. Don't, do not have fear. Don't be afraid. The child is only sleeping. And of course, people are laughing. Like, what do you mean? You know, we just told you this child died. But it's like, there's nothing to rush, right? Because everything on God's time don't worry. You don't need to rush because what's for you will always be for you. You know, who's for you will never be against you. And so many ways that the Bible has these parables and, and, and ways of saying things, they all, they all come to this point of being, not being afraid, having true belief, trusting, obeying, and just trying to live righteously and i think all of that leads to god all of them
1: all roads point to god <laughs> <laughs> i love it yes. I, I think it's a great point that you know he that you brought up about jesus reiterating to Jairus like do not be afraid Mm -hmm. because he just had an encounter with this woman with the issue of blood who he said her faith healed her so now Jairus's daughter dies during this interaction it's almost like do you not see what just just happened like have faith like this woman activated power drew power because of her faith now, what do you think can happen when I'm here willing, able, and I'm going to, and I'm going to use my power, right? Like, do not be afraid because there, what is there to fear in death? Jesus dismisses death as only sleep. You know, sometimes when people die, you know, it's, it's just so sad. We want people to have these long lives. We want them to have fulfilled lives. We, we don't want anyone to die young. Everyone says too soon, too soon. It's a morning. But, you know, when it's someone who's old, it's a celebration of life. But it doesn't matter what time frame they spent on earth because, as Jesus said, you're merely asleep. There's something next, obviously Mm -hmm. saying that, but the revelation doesn't come immediately, right? Like you said, there's all context in the Bible that gives you you revelation. And there's ways to um, paraphrase Mm -hmm. about the level of faith. What does death really mean? Who can overcome death? What is Jesus's real power? What Mm -hmm. is his nature? What kind of miracle are you expecting? All of the whole Bible is coming together to point to God. Like, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid. Don't think of death as permanent. There is something more. I think that's what it's saying. Like, Mm -hmm. Don't be afraid of the trials and tribulations. Mm -hmm. Have faith. Don't be afraid when something looks like the end, there's a new beginning. Have Mm -hmm. faith. And Jesus has the power to restore in this life and the next. We see it. We see it Mm -hmm. in this life. We only hear about it in the next. We mm-hmm. don't know yet because we're not there. We're mm-hmm. still here. But the spiritual restoration is what he's showing us. And it's a physical restoration at the same time because her body still needed to be nourished. Right? She can't just walk around mm-hmm. like alive. And that means that her body, her body is still tied to this plane and I mean, I feel like there's just so many levels here on on a spiritual level and a metaphysical level that I even am not understanding. I'm just, I'm trying to process it in my head, and I think. You know sometimes like the revelation is not ready. <laughs> right,
0: right, right <laughs> I'm not yeah.
1: Ready to like accept something but I'm seeing God in this new dimension. Right. Like more and more like when we're studying this these miracles, I'm seeing dimensions that I never saw before. Like right. the ability to take power because of faith, right? Mm-hmm. That means mm-hmm. faith is powerful. That mm-hmm. means it has substance. Mm-hmm. The ability to say that Death is temporary. That is only sleep. I mean, we all go to sleep all the time, right? Some Mm -hmm. of us love sleep. I can raise my hand for that. (laughs) But here he's saying like there's something more, right? right? Like he's not fully revealing, but it's giving you us glimpses
0: right
1: i mean that's the reason why
0: you know people say sleep in peace you know it's like that idea that we transition into something else somewhere else so don't worry you know you know I, I, god is with her and i find that in both of these stories you know, and it was mentioned the number 12, you know, the woman who bled for 12 years and the little 12 year old girl. And then you start thinking of the number 12, you know, just popping up in so many places in the Bible where even in Revelation, you know, the number 12 pops up what I think it occurs 12, uh, uh, 22 times. You know, um, I think even the 12 sons of of Jacob, <clears throat> He had 12 sons, and each son had their own tribe or their own nation. Um, you know, the 12, 11 cakes of bread um, that were placed every week in the temple. So, this number 12 is actually um, showing God's authority. That number is a very powerful number in the Bible because it symbolizes God's power and authority as well as serving as a as a a governmental foundation that they used that number 12 for. So I think that it was important to talk about, you know, this story with Jairus daughter and him, you know, believing that coming to Christ for, for, for help and Christ being, you know, Jesus being able to say, don't worry, she's just sleeping. And he's like, please come heal her. And then Jesus still taking care of this woman who, has been bleeding for 12 years i think that it's it's good to show that patience is a virtue for real <laughs> be still don't rush the the lord because you don't have to understand you just have to trust and believe that it will it will be done you know and i think that that's what these little you know uh messages that jesus is saying at the bible keep saying that these these words were spoken i think that's what we can maybe interpret from them
1: yeah yeah I, exactly i mean there is there's power in the words there is power in faith there's power in the number 12 mm-hmm. i i don't want to say that is a number of completion because i think seven is right mm-hmm. i we talked about that especially mm-hmm. the wall of Jericho we mm-hmm. know there was things about seven but t- 12 is significant there. There's power in 12. It means God is completing something, right? I I can't put my finger on it, but you know, one of the other things is that there were 12 disciples too. Ah, see, look at that. I didn't even
0: mention that. Right.
1: It's almost like, You know, a circle had points. It would have twelve points, (laughs) Mm -hmm, right? (laughs) Right, like this is what you enclose Mm -hmm. by the number twelve. You know, the woman whose faith healed was healed. Her the the twelve year old who was restored when Jesus said, "Don't be afraid, have faith," Mm -hmm. and he wakes her. Ah. Twelve is something that we can we can add to trying to understand God. Like I said, every the more we do these miracles, the more I think there's a bigger picture I'm missing, that we're only scratching the surface. This there's a spiritual level that I haven't had the revelation with. And and you know, as we go deeper and understanding the Bible, because there's so many ways in which we can understand. And that's why honestly I love this Bible study and the way that we approach it Mm -hmm. by by topic Mm -hmm. and you know, and we're consistent. We we go mm-hmm. by the topic and we go from the beginning to completion, mm-hmm. and we understand things and we get understanding on new levels. I, I'm just so grateful and I'm thankful to God for opening my eyes and giving me revelation and telling me mm-hmm. there's still more to learn. We're only scratching the surface because yes. we we entered into the season seeking miracles and breakthroughs, the things that we have been paying, praying for. Who mm-hmm. knows? If what we've been praying for is the 12th year, it will happen. (laughs) Right. It will happen the 12th month. In fact, this is the 12th month. (laughs) This is the 12th month. This is it. Opening that miracle. Yes. Opening the waterfall, the cache. I just, it's just amazing how understanding God. And understanding the Bible allows you to unlock so many things. And, and I can't wait to dive deeper. Oh, absolutely.
0: Says thank you so much, Yami. I thoroughly enjoyed this miracle too. And it's just helping me want to delve further into the 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 word and seeing how it keeps resurfacing in other stories and how they're all full circle. And, and I, and I think that is the thing that makes Bible study and and readings so important because they just reiterate that information, their confirmation for us. So I thoroughly enjoyed this discussion. We hope that you all enjoyed our discussion as well on the miracle of raising Jairus's daughter back to life. But before we end, We have a few announcements and then we would love to close with a prayer.
1: Thank you for tuning into our podcast today as we discussed Jesus's miracle of bringing Jairus's daughter back to life. We hope you enjoyed the discussion. And before we wrap, we have a few announcements and then we would like to close with prayer. First, we would like to announce that we will be back next week with another podcast where we will continue to discuss the miracles performed by Jesus Christ. We will also be hosting our first Wisdom Wednesday of the new year live on YouTube next Wednesday, January 11th at our new time, 8 p.m. Eastern time. You can catch us on our YouTube channel, Treading Faith. Treading Faith is also our Instagram handle. So follow our IG page to keep current on what's happening with Treading Faith. Lastly, our podcast is available on Apple, Spotify, Google, our website, TreadingFaith.captivate.fm, and where other podcasts are found. You can subscribe and share with your friends, families, colleagues, and neighbors alike. Remember to tell a friend, and tell a friend to tell a friend. Now let's join together in prayer. We believe in the power of prayer and specifically praying the text of the Bible because according to Isaiah fifty-five eleven, God's word would not come back void. And because we also believe that our prayers are strengthened in numbers, we ask that you come into agreement with us for this prayer. Father Lord, we give you glory and honor. We lift your name on high. We ask for your presence this day as we come to you humbly before in prayer. According to Matthew 18, 20, when two or more gathered in your name, you are present. We welcome your presence. We thank you for your presence. Father God, we ask that you give us understanding in all areas of our life, but specifically when it comes to the areas of death. Some may fear death. Some may have had um, been exposed to death and suffer severe fear, anger, and emotional loss. Father, help us understand that death is only temporary. As Jesus, Jesus said to Jairus that his daughter was only asleep, let us know that we will be reunited with you and together once again in the kingdom of heaven. Ecclesiastes 12.7 says, And the dust returns to the earth as it was, and the spirit returns to God who gave it. Daniel 12.2 says, And many of those who sleep in the dust of the earth shall awake, some to everlasting life. John 11.25 says, Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, though he die, yet shall he live. Father God, we thank you for the opportunity to live again, to have freedom. As we enter this new year, we ask for total freedom and total renew. Oh, Father, help, our, help us to set our minds and hearts and intentions on you so that we may have faith in you, so that we may not have um, fear, faith, but know that there's everlasting life waiting for us. 2 Timothy 1.7 said, God did not give us a spirit of fear, but of power, love, and self-control or a sound mind by the God. We, help, we pray that you replace fear with love and a sound mind. In all obstacles that we face, let, let, not, let us not let fear stop us. Help us to have strength to overcome. Isaiah 41.10 says, fear not for I am with you. Be not dismayed, for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. We thank you, Father God, for being our strength, our refuge, and our strong tower. We thank you, Father God, for being our rock. We thank you, Father God, that you are steadfast and never moving, never changing, but continuous in your love and pursuit for us. Oh, Father God, we know that you wish us beyond more things to be safe, oh, Father God, especially called to you your purpose and plan. Father, help us to overcome any fear. Psalm 34, 4 says, I sought the Lord and he answered me and delivered me from all my fears. We thank you, God, for answer prayers father God we ask you in this year to help us with our faith as we know that there are many things that's transpiring in this world some do not even make it to 2023 oh father God let this let that not deter us or weaken our resolve for life and life after you pursuing you chasing after you second um Hebrews 11 1 says now faith is the assurance of things hoped for and the condition Fiction of things not seen. Hebrews 11, 6 says, And without faith, it's impossible to please him. For whoever would draw near to God must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who seek him. Oh, Father God, as we desire to become closer to you, strengthen our faith, help us strengthen our faith, give us opportunities to have greater, deeper faith. Reward that faith in our daily lives, oh Father God, because our faith is a testimony to others that you are real, you live, you are everlasting, and the promise of of life and abundance is at our fingertips. Second Corinthians 5, 7 says, for we walk by faith and not by sight. So Father God, as we step out into this year, help us to walk by faith and not by sight. Oh, Father God, let us not pay attention to the things that we hear or see that causes us to be paralyzed with fear. Instead, help us move through fear and anxiety. Help us to know that walking by faith provides produces true rewards, true benefits, true true, true gifts, oh, Father God, that you desire for us, that we should not be held back by the things that we hear and see, but that we should close our eyes or fix our eyes on you and move forward in this life because you Promise something good for us this year. So Father God, help us to reconcile the feelings that we're feeling as we enter in this 2023, whether they're feelings of doubt, depression, and fear and anxiety. Help us overcome these things. Give us abundance life. Give us something to hope for. Give us, give us a glimpse into the vision you have for us so that we may be renewed, so that our spirits may be restrengthened, so that we may continue to walk the walk by faith and not sight. According to Matthew eighteen nineteen, your word says, if at least two of us agree on earth about anything we ask for, it will be done by our Father in heaven. So we come to you, Father God, in agreement for this prayer, and in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen, amen, and amen. Thank you for tuning into this podcast today. We love you and we hope that you have a safe and prosperous week. We'll catch you on the next one. Bye.